Every month, we offer exciting new webinars for our community. Topics include how to use retirement accounts to buy real estate overseas, how to get a second passport in Latin America, why you should sell your stock portfolio and move your money offshore, how to buy beachfront rental properties in Brazil for less than $100,000, or apartments in Paraguay for less than $60,000. If you want to join us for free for these presentations with live Q&A, insider secrets, and exclusive opportunities with my professional network of experts, then go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for free upcoming presentations. expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. We all dream of seeing the world, but the realities of living somewhere outside your place of birth can be daunting to say the least. Welcome to the Expat Money Show, helping you make the most out of your overseas career through conversations with successful expats on investing, entrepreneurship, self-improvement, and continual education, all while sharpening your financial acumen. Now, please welcome your host with over 20 years of overseas experience, Mikkel Thorup. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Mikhail Thorpe and this is the Expat Money Show. Today, what I want to do is kind of talk to you guys about the last couple of weeks here at Expat Money. We have been having a ton of fun, but oh my goodness, there has been a lot going on. It has been pretty crazy. So I guess the first thing that we will start with, and I'm going to dive right in here, is the conference that we've been running over the last seven days. So I did an investors conference here in Panama, and it was phenomenal. I had people fly in from all over the world. Traditionally, when we do events, we get a lot of people from just Canada and the United States. But on this trip, we had people from Germany. I had a client come in from Thailand, clients come in from New Zealand. So it was really international. And what I like to do with some of these trips is I make them quite small, only 20 people. And it gives me a good opportunity to spend a lot of time with my private clients and kind of walk them through everything. And then we get a lot of times to interact during dinners and bus trips and field trips and everything like that. So it's not one of these conferences that's huge and there's just one person talking at you from the front of the room. I don't really care for a lot of those things. I like doing smaller, intimate type of groups. So that's what we did over the last seven days. We did conference material in the mornings. Then we had field trips in the afternoons. And then we would all get together and go out for dinner. So I chose some of my favorite restaurants here in Panama. And we went out for so many amazing meals. It was really, really fantastic. And I got a chance to like chat with everybody and spend a lot of time with them and ask questions and get to know everybody on a personal level. Now, the majority of the people were private clients. So I already knew them at a certain level. You know, we'd taken many phone calls together and things like that. But being able to be there in person and and interact with them on many different situations, opposed to just a 60-minute Zoom call, I think is just so fantastic. Now, I had a couple people who were not private clients, but were regular clients of mine. And usually the differentiating thing here is that private clients have paid me in advance for my advice. And with that comes a whole bunch of other benefits and, and things like that. Now, a regular client might be someone who's come to me and said, you know what, I need a citizenship by investment in this country. And then I go out and do the work for them. Or I need to get my residency here in Panama. So I've gone out and done stuff like that. So I've had a couple of people who I've done little things like that for them back and forth, but the majority were private clients. But the regular clients, I had not spent a lot of time with them. So it was such a pleasure to get to know them and really interact with them. 
And we just made such deep friendships over the last week. I'm just so thrilled. And we did a bunch of videos with the different clients and everyone who was coming on the event. And the feedback was fantastic from people. They really like this type of format. So I think I'm going to be doing more of these types of trips and tours in the future. But once again, they're really open for clients already, not usually the general public. Because I hope you guys understand this. If I'm going to spend a lot of time with someone, I want to know who that person is. I don't want some tire kicker coming on one of the conference and taking up a spot from someone else when they're not serious about these things or they don't take action in their life or they don't even have the money to do any of these types of investments. So what is the point of even looking at it? We're not doing these things just for shits and giggles. We're trying to redeploy funds outside of Canada, the US, Europe. We're trying to take the money out of those places and move it to safer countries, countries that have stronger laws, asset protection laws. We're doing it in a tax efficient manner. We're trying to find things that are going to give you above average returns and a lot more stability. What we've seen over the last couple of weeks with just the implosion of the stock market and financial markets around the world, I mean, we're going into another massive recession here. So I would really encourage people to be looking at alternative investments, safe harbor type of investments like real estate, precious metals, these types of things, and then moving money out of your traditional stock market portfolios and mutual funds and all of this junk and garbage that's out of there and putting it into good things overseas. I mean, that's what we should all be thinking about right now. So on one of these tours that I do, that's all we're focused on is doing it in a tax efficient manner, finding the right investment, working with the right developers, making sure everything is done correctly the first time. You know, these are not things that you want to screw up. This is not a DIY, do it yourself type of thing. And then just kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best. Like I have a lot of professional real estate investors who are accustomed to the U.S. type of market. But when they get out of the U.S., they're out of their comfort zone. So actually, they would work with me on these things because my experience is international. You know, if I came to U.S. domestic markets, there's lots of people who would know a thousand times more than I do. But when you look at international real estate, I'm bringing in some of the best people in the world just in this space. And then we are looking at things from a legal standpoint, from a tax standpoint, from an investment standpoint standpoint, for a privacy and protection standpoint. We did panel discussions at this conference with many different professionals up there and then had the audience ask questions for two hours straight and different hypothetical situations and run through this. And I didn't quite get this. What about that? What if we did this? What would happen if I structured it like that? Like, so there's all these different ways that you can look at these things. So anyways, it was an amazing, amazing experience. They were long days though. I did get a lot of comments that people were quite tired. Everything was spaced out really well. But by the end of the day, if we start at eight o'clock in the morning and we're finished dinner at 10 o'clock at night and we've had drinks and champagne through the day, people are pretty tired by the end of the day. So I think when people's head hit the pillow, they fell straight asleep. But the information and the understanding and the insights that they got within one week is just absolutely unbelievable. If they had to go out there and do this themselves, this would take months, if not many years to actually go through all these things. In Panama here, I probably worked with 10 different real estate agents and brokers before I found the one that actually understood things and really got it at a deep level. 
and they had worked through all of this with international clients before and understand the levers for foreign direct investment and why Panama is such an amazing place. So we had to go through a lot of trial and error. That was millions of dollars worth of business we had to do before I really found the best one. And that's the type of people that I'm bringing in. So we did the conference for a week and then the big blow off top of the conference was my birthday party, my 40th birthday party. And this was <laughs> insane. I mean, I had so many people who came up to me and said, this is the best party they've ever been to in their life. Like they couldn't believe what we had going on. So we had about 150 people fly in from all over the world. So as I said, there was people from New Zealand and Thailand, but there was also people from Germany, from the Netherlands, from Ireland, from the UK. We had people fly in from Portugal, Brazil, Colombia, obviously Canada and the United States. I even had one guy ride his motorcycle from Nicaragua all the way to Panama just for the birthday party. How awesome is that? That is the coolest thing in the world. So I was so happy to meet him. But yeah, 150 people flew in or traveled from around the world to come and celebrate with me. Now, I tried to explain to people and, and in my speech that this is not actually about me whatsoever. I bring everybody together for my birthday because my birthday is just an excuse to get people together. What I really want to do is build this community. That's the most important thing. For me, I'm actually a pretty down-to-earth, laid-back guy. Okay, I'm a bit hyper with work, like I'm a workaholic. and I, I do work a lot, but I don't need everybody here to celebrate with me. What I need is to be able to build a community because I know that this is the best way that we can defend ourselves about what's happening in the world because there's some pretty legit crazy stuff that's going on. And I really believe that if you have trustworthy, honest, and ethical people around you who already get it, people who are well-to-do and who have spent their lives building something and really want to protect it, if you have those as your friends and your neighbors and as your community, that's the best defense you're going to have. If you're going to try to do this all on your own, defend yourself and protect yourself from what's happening in the world, and you want to know everything and you do, want to do it all by yourself, I think that's a massive mistake. I think you have to have a really strong community. So that is my entire mindset, is what can I do to bring this community together? And that's what this birthday party and the conference was all about, bringing everybody together so that we can rely on each other, spend time with each other, because we're not an online community. I mean, this podcast and the newsletter and the Facebook group and the blog and the website and all of that, that's amazing. But that's just a way so that we can identify the really cool people from all over the world. We really cherry pick the best people from planet Earth and we bring them all together in our community and they spend time together one-on-one -on -one as a group, small groups. These are people who might come from different backgrounds, speak different languages, but we all understand what's happening. And so I'm just so grateful to everybody in our community. I'm really just over the moon, happy to know everybody in this group and so humbled by the fact that everybody did get on an airplane to come over and celebrate with me. I think that that is just unbelievable. So it's all about the community. I am so excited from the last week. You can probably hear from my voice right now. 
we've been partying and going crazy and I've done so many speeches and presentations during the week that I've kind of half lost my voice. But I really wanted to do this podcast episode today while everything's fresh in my brain. We spent an extra night out at the beach. So we spent four days out at the beach where the party was. We just got back into Panama City, I don't know, one hour ago or something like that. And I wanted to sit down and record this for you guys straight away. So for future trips, what we have planned is we're going to do one to the Channel Islands off the coast of France. So between France and the UK, there's a set of islands there. So all my private clients will get an invitation to join me for that. It's going to be in September. There's only 20 seats and we've already got a couple of them sold. So if you're a private client and you're listening to this episode, then make sure to shoot me an email. Otherwise, I'm going to get something sent out over the next week or something. And we're really going to organize this. Then I'm going to be taking a group later in the year back to Uruguay. We did Uruguay last year with a group of 20 of my clients and the response was fantastic. So these are the three big trips that we're doing this year, but we've got a couple of other smaller events planned. We might even do just kind of like a one day or two day event in Panama and see how that goes opposed to a seven day event. I don't know. We're going to play around with some different ideas on these types of things. But if you guys are private clients or even better, if you want to be private clients, then what you do is you go to expatmoney.com and up in the top right hand corner there's a big orange button that says work with us click on that do this on your laptop or on your desktop okay don't do it on your mobile phone because i've got a really long form letter there a really important letter that i want you to read through go through that letter it's probably going to take you about 15 or 20 minutes to read maybe even a little bit more than that so get a cup of tea cup of coffee sit down read that letter it really outlines a lot of the things that we stand for and how we work and what goes into it. And at the bottom, there's an application form. Spend a few minutes and actually go through the application in detail, okay? Because that's what I use to judge whether this is worth taking a phone call with you or not. This is like the first barrier to entry. If you just kind of skip over all of the details, then first of all, I don't know if I can help you. And second of all, I don't know if I want to help you. Just to be brutally honest here, I like to work with really cool people that I enjoy spending time with because when I work with a private client, I spend a lot of time with them, like really a lot of time. So it's always important to me that I'm working with good people who understand what's going on, who are philosophically and morally aligned with what we believe in here at Expat Money. And this is so important to me. And then if it does make sense, if I look at this and go, wow, okay, this person looks really cool. They wrote me a nice note. All of these things make sense. They have the financial means to actually hire me. Then I will offer to you a private consulting call, a 30-minute call where we'll get to know each other and see if it's a good fit. If it is a good fit, then we'll be able to discuss longer term type of solutions here. I always do a year's worth of consulting. And then from there, there's always follow up stuff. But people who are private clients always get invitations first to things like the conference we just did here in Panama, to the trip in the Channel Islands, to Uruguay. Next year, we're planning on doing one to the Galapagos Islands. I might do one to Brazil, another one to Turkey. So if you guys have ever dreamed about coming to these places, then it might be 
be a great opportunity to join me and another 20 of my private clients while we go out there and look for these really fantastic investment opportunities and how we're going to do it in a tax-efficient manner, how we're going to structure it, all of this. Because as I was saying before, you can't be leaving your money in the stock market right now. You can't be leaving it in some of these banks that are in the United States. Like It's just unbelievable, the mess that has been created and the manipulation that is going on in the markets right now. So you really have to look for a lot more conservative, a lot better type of investments that are going to ride you through over the next decade, okay? So anyways, if you guys want to work with me, then you go to expatmoney.com, big orange button in the top right-hand corner, read the long form letter, and at the bottom is the application form. So the other thing that went on this week as I was running a conference and working 14 to 16 hours a day is we did our book launch. Can you believe it? While I had all of this going on, I did all the marketing in advance and then I wrote some short emails each day for our new book. And the new book is Expat's Guide on Moving to Mexico. This is a 475-page book on how to move to Mexico and everything that you would need to make that happen. The immigration, the tax, the investment, how to get a car and your license, which city to pick, the food, the culture, the language, the history, all of these things are crammed into 475 pages. Now, it is on Kindle and it is on paperback. I am considering doing an audiobook version of this, an audible version, but I have not made up my mind right now if it is something that I want to put the time and energy into. If you guys would actually purchase an audiobook version of this, then please let me know. The best way is probably go to expatmoneyforum.com and leave me some comments in there that you guys would love to see an audiobook version of it. If I do it, then I will do it myself. Obviously, I won't do the editing myself, but I will narrate it myself and we'll try to put that together. But it will probably be six months out. So what I would suggest is show your support for the book. Go out there and buy a Kindle version or a paperback version and grab that book, okay? I would say, if you can, get the paperback version, okay? There's just something about the paperback version. First of all, the book is very thick, so it has this weightiness to it. But on top of that is you get to actually see the incredible art on the front of this cover, okay? Now, I found this amazing Turkish watercolor artist, and she did a phenomenal job on the cover. Like, this is a true piece of art. I'm actually so excited because I'm going to get the originals from these, and I'm going to mount them and put them up in my office. I'm so excited by them. They're just absolutely gorgeous pieces of art. And I'm so thrilled with the way that it turned out. It took months of going back and forth and planning this out, but I'm really, really stoked. So I hope that you guys get to really see the cover art because we put a lot of time and energy and effort into it. And it's also cool. There's a lot of little Easter eggs that you're going to find in the covers for these new guidebooks. So we're going to be doing a series of these books. If they're popular, if you guys like them, we're going to do a series of them. And we've actually got a couple of the covers already done before the books are even finished. Some of them are already half done, three quarters done, but 
None of them are finished yet, but we're going to be working on those ones over the next couple of months. So show your support. You can go to expatguidebooks.com and it's going to show you all the guidebooks that we have coming out. And from there, you can purchase it. The other way that you can do it is just go on to Amazon and search Expat's Guide to Mexico or my name, Mikkel Thorpe, M-I-K-K-E-L-T-H-O-R-U-P, and it will come up straight away. It actually is already a number one bestseller. It hit a number one bestseller. Technically, the book came out like two weeks ago, but we didn't tell anybody about it because we had all this other stuff going on. But on Monday, the book launched. So what's that? 10 days ago, nine days ago, something like that. The book launched and by Tuesday, it was already a number one bestseller. So we actually got number one bestseller in like four different categories, tax law, international taxation. We even got number one bestseller in libertarianism, which I thought was pretty wild. I mean, I'm a pretty outspoken libertarian, libertarian with a small L, not a capital L. Once again, for the 900th time, I don't know anything about the LP, but as a freedom fighter, libertarianism is definitely the closest thing that you could call. Now there's, we probably don't agree on everything or I don't agree with every libertarian on every issue, but as a freedom-minded individual, I think libertarianism is probably the closest. So it was pretty cool to, to beat out some of the major thought leaders in the libertarian world and be a number one bestseller this week for that. So I thought that was really neat. So anyways, back on point about the birthday party. This party was so wild. We had so many things going on. So we actually had people who had stayed overnight the night before. So we just did kind of a relaxing morning. We went and looked at a little bit of real estate in Playa Caracol, which is the area that we were staying. Then we kicked off at about 3 p.m. and we had open bar tons of food. They did a ceviche and little beef skewers and they did hamburgers and everything like that. And some of the people are like, oh, is this dinner? And we're like, no, not even close. This is not dinner. This is just something so people don't get too drunk. So after we did that, we actually had a pig roast, a whole pig roast and then roasted chicken and all this other food. We're big foodies and we love barbecuing and we love lots of meat and stuff like that. So we did a whole pig, pig roast out there. Then we had games going, so we played Coits, which is this game almost like horseshoes that I played when I was young. So we ordered these beach Coits games, and it was so funny because when we started the party and we told people we we're going to do a Coits tournament, they're like, oh, I don't want to, no thanks. And then we got the first group up, and then the second group, and then they're like the third and the fourth, and they're like, everyone's paddling, like, it's my turn, it's my turn. And they're like people fighting each other. And we didn't even get to finish the tournament because there was just so much going on that day. And I had people People that night asking me like, who won the tournament? Who won the tournament? They wanted to play the next day. It was hilarious. We had this huge different sudden death type of chart. So like if you were did one round and you lost, then you're out. So it went on to the next one. And oh my God, it was just, it was hilarious to watch people play. But everybody had so much fun. And then what else? Oh yeah, they installed a new pool just for my birthday party. I mean, the pool will stay there, but they made sure that they got it installed to be ready for my birthday party. So there was some people swimming in there and there was lots of kids around. A lot of our events, actually pretty much all of our events are kid-friendly events. So there was all the way from newborn babies, all the way five-year-olds to 12-year-olds to 
16, 17, 18-year-olds and early 20s, all the way, I think we had some people who were in their 70s. So it was complete, all spectrums of age range, and everybody was actually talking and playing together. So that was wild. And then we had a live band who played tons of, they asked me, like, what kind of music do you want? And I was like, rock. I want rock music, rock and metal. They're like, okay, perfect. How about rock from the 70s, 80s, and 90s? I was like, yes, Perfect. 70s, 80s, and 90s. Once it hits 2000, I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> I'm 40 now. I like the music from when I was young. That's what I wanted to hear on my birthday. So that's what they did. And the live band was amazing. And then when the live band wasn't playing, we actually had a DJ, a live DJ playing, who was doing fantastic as well. Like, oh my God, the music was insane at this party. And then we did adult pinata. So we did this huge pinata of the, the big brand mark for my company for expat money, which is, I don't know if people know, but my brand mark is actually a gold coin overlaid with a blue globe. And then it has an E, two E's cut out of it. So expats helping expats was the, was the idea. So sound money and internationalization. So right from the very beginning, that has been the concept of my business. So we made this huge adult pinata and we filled it with all this wild stuff. It was pretty cool, actually. I had this giant box of change that I had collected from all over the world. You know, I've been traveling for 20 some odd years. So I had coins from a hundred different countries. So we rammed that in the pinata. We put in flags from different countries and all this international stuff that we've collected from all over the world. And we did a adult pinata. And it was quite funny because so they blindfold you. I don't know if you've ever done a pinata before or ever done, seen kids do a pinata before, but they blindfold you and then they spin you around and you've got a stick and you need to whack this thing, okay? And we've always seen kids do it, but we thought it would be hilarious to do an adult pinata. So we gave out all the bags to everyone, little plastic bags. And we told people, and it was once again, it was one of those things where the adults are like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to do. But I went up first and they spun me around and then I was apparently really good with my strikes, but they kept yanking the cord and then the pinata would fly up in the air. And so I didn't get a chance to hit it because I'd be swinging at nothing. But my aim was very, very good. So I think I have good spatial awareness. So I got to have a couple of hits. And then we got some of my lawyers up there and accountants and, and some of the clients and things like that. And it was hilarious to watch. Oh my God, so so funny to watch them just go crazy, smashing this pinata. After probably a half a dozen people or maybe a dozen people, one of my private clients, his son gets up and this kid is like a ninja. He's like 15 years old, 16 years old. He's got the blindfold on and he starts doing these ninja strikes. And when he lands home, the pinata just tears and stuff just goes flying everywhere. It was crazy to watch. We're like, oh my God, he's going to kill someone. No. Oh my God, he's brilliant. And he just whacked this thing. And in one clean shot, he just tore it in half and just money and chocolates and all this stuff just went flying everywhere. And all the adults from the party just dove in and started grabbing things. And anyone who was on the sidelines who was like, I'm not sure about this, I'm not sure. I was like pushing him. I'm like, get in there, get in there. So we had probably like 50 adults like fighting over this stuff. It was 
Oh my God, I was laughing so hard. It was hilarious, but it was so much fun. And then people were showing me the different change and stuff like that, that they had found. And we were talking about the different countries. It was really, really cool. So I had so much fun. Adult pinata every year, gotta do it. It's the best. Then we had cake and there was dancing. And then we did a massive, massive fireworks display. I have seen small countries that have not done as impressive fireworks displays as we did at my birthday this year. This was one of the big surprises because we didn't tell people what was going to be going on and everything that was going to happen. But we did a massive fireworks display. And it's pretty crazy because when you do a private fireworks display, you can put them wherever you want. So they were right on top of our heads. I was almost a little bit worried on safety, but actually everyone was okay. We didn't fire them at the people. No one got burnt or anything like that. But these things were insane and they were right on top of us. You really had to crane your neck all the way back because they were they're right on top of your head. It was kind of scary, but really exhilarating as well. But I didn't do them. I mean, we hired a professional company to come in and do them. And they're like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. This is Panama anyways, but that was amazing. And then, like I said, tons of dancing with the live music and everyone was up on the dance floor. And so we were supposed to do open bar from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. But I actually found out the next morning that they kept the bar open until 3 a.m. So we actually did 12 hours of open bar, which was, oh my God, I just... I don't even know how people were standing the next day. Luckily, we did feed them a lot. So I think that that kind of helped soak things up, but it was pretty wild. And then we had a big bonfire, like a huge bonfire on the beach. And we stood around there and sat around there and talked for a while. I crashed at about midnight, but I know that a bunch of other people were staying up until 3 a.m. Anyway, so that was the birthday party. There was more things that went on. You know, there was so many other things, but just to kind of give you guys a breakdown of what our parties are like and the type of people who came. But everybody said that they had an amazing time. And actually the number one comment that I got was how amazing it was to meet people who they didn't have to censor themselves around. So you meet someone else, you talk about what's going on in the world, you talk about your plans and what you want to do with becoming an expat and internationalization and moving your investments and your wealth and your business offshore and even your family to a new country. And everybody just got it. We just, everybody there understood what was happening and the reasons why. So there's this short form, shorthand type of conversation that can happen. And, you know, I think that a lot of people in the world definitely feel very alone when they're going through this. They don't meet a lot of people who understand these things. And actually, I've had clients who feel like that maybe there's something wrong with them. Maybe they're the crazy ones. You know, they shouldn't be thinking these things or feeling these things. But actually, they come to an event like this and they see 150 amazing other people who are really interesting to talk to, really successful and well-to-do. And these people get it. And actually, it turns out that we're the normal ones. It's the rest of the world that's gone crazy. Like you can't print trillions of dollars and expect there to be no repercussions. You can't lock people in their homes for two years straight and expect that the economy is going to be good. You can't force people to be vaccinated. This stuff is crazy. And all of these things with energy crises and the wars and, oh my God, it's just, what an absolute mess. You know, 
I never like to pile on on these types of things in my podcast or in my writing. I already assume that anybody who's listening or reading understands these things. So I'm always trying to prepare and, and provide solutions. And that's what this party and this conference and the new book and everything that I'm talking about in this kind of mix match episode here is all about is all of these solutions and how we can accomplish this together as a community. Anyways, so that's it. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it's a little bit all over the place, but I kind of wanted to dump and get all of that out there while it's all fresh in my mind. If you guys came to the event, then it was amazing to see you. I had so many fantastic conversations. I was so thrilled to talk with everybody. If you guys did not get a chance to come, well then, hopefully next time you will. We only really do one major event a year, which is open to the general public, which is my birthday party. A lot of the other events, like I think we probably do about five or six events this year, are all only open to private clients or, or regular clients. Like I said earlier, someone who's done a citizenship by investment with me or some type of big immigration. These are the types of people that I make invitations to. So if you guys want to be a client, then reach out to me at expatmoney.com. I would love to work with more people. It's amazing to be able to help people through this. Take your time, do the application properly. Don't skim through it because I probably say no to more people than I say yes to. So if I do say no to you, then I apologize. It probably comes down to the fact that I just don't think it's going to be a good fit. But I would say that if I've given you a no before, you could probably make a new application, spend a little bit more time, think this through, take it seriously. And who knows, maybe next time it might look a little bit better and we can actually work together. Anyways, have a great week. I will see you on the podcast next Wednesday, 6 a.m. Love you guys all. And that's it. Talk soon. This episode may be over, but your journey to greatness continues by visiting our webpage and signing up for our newsletter. For convenient access to new episodes, show notes, and other crucial resources, visit expatmoneyshow.com. We look forward to you joining us on the next episode of the Expat Money Show. Safe travels. I have managed to secure exclusive rights to a block of villas in one of the hottest up-and-coming regions in my current home country, Panama. Join me Saturday, May 4th at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our special presentation called Investors Workshop, capitalizing on the globally recognized resort brand coming to Panama. We will discuss how the tourism landscape in this region will change rapidly upon the public announcement of this project and how I have secured the rights for my clients to capitalize on this opportunity before anyone else. Thanks to my connections in the region, I have negotiated pricing that front runs everyone else. Think early, early bird pricing. From gourmet restaurants to vibrant clubs, poolside activities, and even live bands, this resort is going to pump some serious life into the region. But this isn't what excites me or what should excite you either. The exciting part is that these world-class amenities and top brand will attract tens of thousands of tourists. Tourists who will fork over top dollar to stay at our investment properties. Register free at expatmoney.com forward slash webinars. That's expatmoney.com forward slash webinars to register for this free real estate workshop. See you on May 4th at 10 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern time, go to expatmoney.com forward slash webinar.